Log Talk Radio. Welcome to the Nurtured Heart Approach December 2017 podcast. We are delighted to have you join us on this chilly winter day. December is a month filled with giving and gifts, and what better gift is there than the Nurtured Heart Approach? For many, NHA has been a transformative gift for a variety of personal and professional reasons. I am your host, Stephanie Rule, a certified NHA advanced trainer, a trained school counselor, and I work for the Children's Success Foundation. I am also a wife and a parent of two children who are five and eight, and we live in a Nurtured Heart household. Last week, I had the pleasure of visiting with three Nurtured Heart Approach trainers and got a glimpse into their world before NHA was in it and how they've come to realize the gift that the Nurtured Heart Approach brings to them. We started with a story from across the pond. Debbie Sands lives in Norwich, England, and has over 30 years' experience of working with young people, families, and people with disabilities. She trained as a learning disabilities nurse, has been a college lecturer, disability advisor, and more recently became an advanced Nurtured Heart Approach trainer. Debbie holds a master's in youth and community studies and is passionate about empowering young people. She has a commitment to community building and is involved in a number of projects which aim to develop positive relationships within the community. Debbie has been with her husband, Neil, for 30 years. He is a trained teacher and a certified NHA trainer as well. Together, they run Nurtured Naturally, a therapeutic training and coaching business which offers support to people in Norfolk across the country via their festival Walkabout Act and around the world online. Debbie specializes in working with women, young people, and those with chronic conditions and has been using the Nurtured Heart Approach for five years to enable clients to grow and reach their goals. Debbie, I'm so glad that you are able to join us today. Welcome. Hi. Hi. It's it's great to have you here. So before we start talking about how NHA has been a true gift for you in your life, I would love to hear how you personally describe what the Nurtured Heart Approach is. In maybe 30 seconds or even less, how would you explain NHA to someone who is new, someone who's just hearing it for the first time? Okay, so Nurtured Heart is an approach which transforms relationships. It's a way of managing our energy and taking control of our lives. It's based on having clear, flexible, healthy personal boundaries and choosing to see the world from a positive perspective. By refusing to waste energy, focusing on negativity, we can change our lives and connect more fully with ourselves and others. That's it. Very well said. And in less than 30 seconds, might I add. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, that was great. I love, I love how you kind of encapsulated each the whole approach in such a succinct way and um, I, I always like to think about how how it is when we meet people out in the world and they say what is this thing you're doing what is this nurtured heart thing and um, it can be so difficult sometimes to be able to capture it in a succinct way and um, and not lose their attention because we're going on and on and on and on and that was beautifully beautifully said so thank you for sharing your perspective of 
uh, what the Nurtured Heart Approach really is. Now, um, this month we are talking about our life journey and how infusing Nurtured Heart into your life can be a true gift. And I would love it if, Debbie, if you could tell me what was happening in your life before the Nurtured Heart Approach came along. Okay, so um, as you said before, I've spent all my working life working with young people and families and Mm -hmm. also with a lot of staff, so doing a lot of staff management, a lot of training for people, and I've always been on a positive, empowering, wanting people to be the best they can be type sort of journey. So I've always had this sort of like, how can we make things, help people to be who they really want to be? So I, at the time when I came across Nurtured Heart Approach, I was working as a disability advisor in a university with students who had long-term chronic conditions. And I was coming across loads of people talking about, oh, it's so wonderful coming to see you, Debbie, because you actually make me feel like I'm worthwhile and I'm a good person and there's something positive about me. And the feedback was that in our world, if you have any issues or needs, you have to talk about your worst day and constantly focus on the negative to get any help or any support. And if you've got a mental health issue, you've got to be virtually suicidal before anyone will take you seriously. Or if you've got an illness, you've got to be not able to get out of bed before you can get any care support. And whereas I was sort of talking to people from a perspective of, well, you know, that illness that you've got or those difficulties you've got, they've made you who you are. They've made you resilient. They've given you all these skills. So I was already very receptive to the ideas of the Nurtured Heart Approach when somebody came along and said, oh, there's this thing that an organisation locally called Benjamin Foundation use and lots of people that I had worked with and trained were starting to infuse about why, you know, you must go on this training day. So that was really how I got to knowing about the Nurtured Heart. Mm -hmm. Wow, well, I love love how it um, just kind of naturally was a piece already of who you who you were um, and then just kind of fell into your lap Um, and how if you don't mind I would also love to hear more of your story about how um, how how it became a gift a true gift to you in your life what that looks like for you well in so many ways and I was thinking about it before today thinking In lots of ways, it's the different relationships in my life. I can see the way in which the approach has sort of just added that little bit extra. I mean, as I said, uh, we said earlier, I've been with my husband for 30 years. So we've done a lot of work on how you keep your relationship strong. But one of the things we found an absolutely amazing gift were the recognitions. So we just started practicing using recognitions with each other on a daily basis. And I just was so struck by Howard saying, you can't be a good nurtured heart trainer or use it in a therapeutic way until you can really live the approach. So I spent a whole year just training up my mentor team and working with my husband and my family, really trying to sort of get this approach sort of completely part of my life. And there were so many different it's almost like each person in my life, a different part of the approach made sense with. So with my husband, it was the recognitions. With one of my children, it was the clear boundaries. I suddenly realized that 
I was spending all my time moaning and energizing negativity, even though I thought I was oh so positive, because she didn't really know what the boundaries were. I wasn't being clear enough. So as soon as I was clearer, things started to you know, really grow. And with my other child, it was refusing to energize negativity. I'd got into such a routine with her of moaning and gossiping and, you know, just generally being a bit that sort of mean girliness, you know. So mm-hmm. suddenly we sort of both, and she she's trained to be a social worker, and so at the time she was just starting to do care work. So being able to talk to her about the approach was really wonderful. My sister is a childminder, and she uses approach with all the children that she works with. So in my life, I am around people all the time. Another sister of mine is a psychiatric nurse, and she uses the approach lots of my friends use the approach Mm. so it's sort of it's become just a massive part of my life so all of the time people are talking I mean my mum will sometimes say to me that's not very nurtured heart Debbie and it's just (laughs) such a wonderful thing to be in in a world where people are constantly reminding you about how to reset yourself right oh I love I just love the picture of of nurtured heart just kind of like seeping into your life in this one small way and then suddenly just like taking all of your life and enveloping it in this beautiful, beautiful way and helping it to, I mean, I love how you said that you thought that, or even though you were so such a positive person that when nurtured heart came into your world, it was like an eye opener of how you still focused on, on the negativity of your children that your children had, even though, you're such a positive person because um, I just can see how that in and, in and of itself could be, would be such a gift um, to land in your lap. Well, yeah. And I think also it's a gift to be able to share that with other people. So when yeah. I'm working with families or with people who are really struggling with negative self-talk or negative feelings in their family, I'm able to be really authentic and to say, you know, I always thought I was the most positive person ever. I could be positive with any client, but with my own kids or with my own self, of course, that's not so easy. And so I've got lots of really wonderful personal stories of that transformative power of really rethinking how you use your energy and just realizing, Mm -hmm. because so often someone will come to me and they're exhausted because their life is difficult. And they'll say, but I've got no more energy to start putting into putting all that positivity in. And it's that really getting people to rethink and to work out how much energy they waste on all that energizing of negativity. And if you can sort of help people to reset their life, it's such a gift for them as well. And that that is a gift inevitably for me too, you know, to be able to Mm. see people grow and develop is such a wonderful thing. Right. It's been a gift to you to be able to share it and and watch it impact other people's lives the way it impacted your own life. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. Is there anything um anything else that jumps out at you that about your story and about how Nurtured Heart has been a gift that you'd like to share with us? Do you feel like you covered it all? I think I probably have covered it all. I mean, I think for me it is just I could listen to your voice all day long, so keep going, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. 
Yeah, I just think it's so exciting. And it's so, there's, for me, what's most exciting is being able to use the approach in different ways. So the work we've been doing with couples, and I do quite a lot mm. of work with women. So that thing of being able to really get people to start properly recognising themselves. I had a wonderful experience recently where I had a lady come to me who I had previously worked with years ago. I'd line managed her and I picked out about 20 laminate cards with character qualities on, all of which I knew I could evidence in her. And I mm-hmm. asked her to pick one and she spent about, you know, several minutes going, oh, I don't know, I don't know if I can find one that I think I could really own. And then, of course, once she'd mm. finally found one, I was able to say, I can evidence every single one of these. And, of course, that's such a wonderful moment for someone to have. And I only told, told her a story of a few. But, of course, then she was able to go, oh, yes, you are right. I have got. Because it's so concrete and it's so different to traditional mm-hmm. methods where you sit and listen to somebody tell you how difficult things are. And then you right. tell them that it'll all be all right or whatever. Whereas... Because Nurture Heart's got such a concrete thing of being able to give people things to go away with, I think it just, it helps people to move forward so much quicker. Mm-hmm. It I does. I, yeah, I, yeah I, I, that, is, that is absolutely one of the um, truest gifts I think that Nurture Heart can give people is that concrete evidence of what is going right about them and the qualities that they possess that they may not be able to see otherwise. But when you can, when you can hold up the mirror and show them with your concrete evidence and your, um, of, of, of that quality, it becomes that, you know, irrefutable. You can't say, you can't say, no, that's not, that's not true because you've given them that evidence of, of how it is true. That is a true gift. That is definitely a gift that Nurtured Heart gives to people. And it's so neat to be able to pass that along to others. Oh, definitely. Well, and that's mm-hmm. just that building that emotional language and that emotional intelligence in people. I mean, it's just with my, mm-hmm. my nephew is six and we constantly talk about what is it. And he'll say, my greatness today is kissing, you know, and it's like he's really, his whole vocabulary is around what is great about him. And you just think, right. Well, so many children don't have that and that if you've got that sense of I am a great person then when things get difficult of course you've got that to fall back on exactly yes that inner wealth absolutely wow thank you so much Debbie for sharing taking the time out of your out of your busy day um, to share your story with us. It's been um, lovely to, to hear your story. It's lovely to hear how it's been a gift to you and how how you package it up to give it back to others as a gift as well. Um, I love to hear all of that. And um, before we wrap up for, for the day, I would um, like to give you an opportunity, if you have any closing words of advice that you'd like to share with people that are new, um, maybe new or just starting to unwrap the gift that is NHA okay so I think the biggest thing for me is trust and Mm. having having faith that things will move forward and understanding that it is work and any any approach that you use or any therapeutic tool you use is going to take effort and it's not going to it's not going to be a quick fix it's going to take time but it definitely works and it works 
every time. I've never, ever had anyone tell me that if they use the approach, you know, I was going to say properly, but you know what I mean? They diligently follow the three stands, things mm. move forward. And I think mm. if people can, ho- if you can hold on to that, I know this will work if I just keep moving forward. It's not, you know, it's not a magic cure. Some Sometimes things aren't going to be completely better, but things will things will get better because you'll perceive them in a different way. And I think mm-hmm. that is the, you know, that's such a gift, that thing of just being able to go, oh, okay, I'm looking now for what's going well. And if people can really stick with that, just believing that it is going to work, then it will. Absolutely, yes. So keep on going, keep on trucking, keep on working, even in, when it's hard, and even when it feels like it's not working anymore, keep on going until all of a sudden that transformation begins and you can see the gift that it, that it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Debbie. It was great talking with you today. And um, to the next time we get to talk again. What eye-opening experiences Debbie has had resulting in her growth to be able to change her perspective, in turn, helping others to alter their perspectives of self. A common thread that we hear a lot about is how NHA gives people the ability to see life through a new lens. Our next guest story is similar in that regard. Yolanda Thorne, a certified NHA advanced trainer, is a unique individual who lives her life daily to make a positive impact in the lives of others. She has been a guest speaker for the Nurtured Heart Global Summit, and her work with Nurtured Heart has been featured during several trainings and presentations. Yolanda is a graduate of North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University with a degree in elementary education. Her motto in life is a quote from Maya Angelou, I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you do, but people will never forget how you made them feel. For this reason, Yolanda lives her life showering others with love. Yolanda lives in Wilson, North Carolina, where she is a school counselor and a single mother of four beautiful children. Yolanda, I am so glad that you are here and able to join us again today. It's an honor to um, be here with you and to have this opportunity to talk with you. Um, Before we begin our discussion, I'd like to give you uh, the opportunity to describe in your words the Nurtured Heart Approach in 30 seconds or less. How would you explain NHA to someone who's just hearing it for the first time? Well, to me, NHA is a way of being intentional and purposeful with your words, um, choosing Mm -hmm. to build rather than tearing down choosing to strengthen rather than weaken, to encourage and inspire rather than discourage or breed fear. And it's a way of living from your heart. Um, I always say it's easy to see the dirt in someone, but choosing to see the gold and just calling that gold out, that's what it is is to me, a way of building relationship by building character, self-worth, and confidence, being intentional with your words. Mm. That was so beautifully said. That just touched my heart in such a poignant way. Um, thank you for for sharing that with us. I, I love to hear everybody's different perspectives of how you describe Nurtured Heart because there are so many different ways to say it and explain it. And I think that's because yes. it comes from each individual's heart. 
and we all speak differently. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. thank you for sharing that. So this month we are talking about how NHA can make such an amazing impact on our lives. And I would love to hear, Yolanda, about your life journey and how infusing NHA into your life has been a gift to you. Can you speak a little bit about that? I sure can, and I I can't ever answer that question or share that without giving a tiny little background. It all goes together. So the gift that Nurtured Heart has been to me, um, in August of 2010, I had returned to the classroom to teach after being a stay-at-home mom for about five years. And on this particular day, I had actually decided that I had made a wrong decision (laughs) by returning to the classroom, and I had decided that I was going to resign. So I went to work with my resignation letter, and, you know, I was done. But unbeknownst to me, I guess God had another plan. When I walked into my classroom from recess that day with my students, There was a beautiful spirited soul, this man named Tom Grove, sitting in the back of my classroom, and he was taking notes. I mean, like the full yellow notepad writing away. (laughs) And I remember thinking, you know, he was writing negative things. I remember thinking, you know, he's writing all the bad things that I'm doing, and I'm going to get fired before I can have an opportunity to say I resign. Mm. Long story short, when I went to see my principal that afternoon, um, he was sitting in her office, and it was the exact opposite. He had a full list of beautiful things about me, everything that I was doing right. And Mm. unfortunately, I was focusing on everything that I was doing wrong. And it was so powerful to me, the way he chose his words. You know, he said things like, I could film you in action and learn everything about Nurtured Heart Approach just by watching you teach. And at the time, I had no clue what Nurtured Heart Approach was, so it didn't make a lot of sense to me, but I knew it was positive. And it was so profound because on the day that I had literally decided to quit, to give up, the day that I felt so worthless, he was purposeful and intentional with his words in a way that it gave me fuel to keep going. You know, and I mm-hmm. actually made a smaller copy of what he wrote, his actual writing. I copied it downsized, and I keep a copy in my wallet. It's in my wallet as we speak. And then I made several <sighs> copies and laminated them and framed them. I have one in my office. I had it in my classroom. I have one at home. I've read it to my kids. I mean, literally the power of his words. And oh, my so, gosh. Um, so Nurture's yeah. <laughs> Heart was already impactful to you before you even knew it. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. And I love the way you said that because keep in mind, I was saying he he was saying he could film me and learn the approach, you know. So basically I had those things in me, but I didn't know mm-hmm. it. I wasn't able to see it until someone helped me to acknowledge it, until someone called it out. You know, mm-hmm. they were purposeful and intentional with their words. And so from that, he suggested that my principal fly me to Tucson to receive the training. And my whole world changed after that. I actually say that my destiny changed because imagine a person who was slightly insecure, low self-esteem. I forgot to mention I was going through a divorce at the time. And Mm. I had a lot of emotional things going on raising four children. And I went to that conference to become a better teacher which I did, <laughs> but I also left a stronger person. I had more self-worth. 
I saw a whole new version of Yolanda that was already there. He had, Tom Grove had rebuilt my portfolio. You know, the way that I saw myself changed (laughs) as a result Mm. of being introduced into Nurtured Heart. Yeah, so that's kind of a a short version. And if I can add one more thing. Mm -hmm, um, Please do. In my culture, well, not just my culture, but a lot of times we grow up with with nicknames, you know, um, your mom or mm-hmm. your dad, your aunts, your uncles can, you know, call you something cute or whatever. Well, sure. unfortunately, mm-hmm. yeah, unfortunately I had a nickname growing up that my family meant well because I come from a beautiful, you know, home, mom and dad and grandparents and everything, but the nickname they had for me, they called me a dumb blonde. And oh, we're being goodness. transparent. Yeah, I'm always transparent when I talk, so I'm just being real of how this changed mm-hmm. my life. Well, the the problem was that, one, I'm not blonde. You know, I'm African-American. I don't have blonde hair. And, two, mm-hmm. that they were being negative with it, you know. And so they actually right. started to say, you're the black dumb blonde. And what mm-hmm. they meant, Yolanda, you're too loving. You're too kind. You see the good in everybody. You're too forgiving. Now, imagine mm-hmm. that. <laughs> But I adopted that of myself and that I was flawed. There's something wrong with my personality because I'm too loving, I'm too forgiving. So going back to what Tom Grove shared, I was able to see that those things weren't flaws at all. And Mm -hmm. after the conference, yeah, after the Nurtured Heart Conference, Howard Glasser came to my, my school and did a training, and I shared this exact story with him. And I remember just like it was yesterday, Howard looked me in my eyes and he said, Yolanda, you are not flawed at all. You are flawless. He said, mm-hmm. all of those things are your superpowers. He said to me, your ability to be sensitive and trusting and you're vulnerable, those are your superpowers. They're what make you who you are. Your flaws are your fuel. They, they're what keep you going. And mm-hmm. Just like that, my life was changed. So that's what Nurtured Heart has been to me. It helped me to redefine myself and to no wow. longer play small. Yeah, I mean, it was, I don't know if that you gave know, me you're chills. grasping what I'm saying, huh? I am grasping what you're saying. I said that gave me chills, <laughs> that your story gives me chills. I love how, yeah. um, I, well, I first of all, I just loved the the sentence when you said it was a whole new version of Yolanda that was Mm-hmm. already there that was mm-hmm. already there that is mm-hmm. so uplifting and uh, it, powerful um and mm-hmm. just made me think about all the um the portfolios that mm-hmm. you were able to go and change mm-hmm. and still are and make an make it make an impact on because of that one day when someone else used their intentional words to help change your portfolio or not even change it, but just to help hold that mirror up for you to see it, to see the, yes. the beauty of yourself uh-huh. and the qualities that you possess. Oh my gosh. That's just such a beautiful story. Exactly. Wow. It was beautiful to me. It was literally life changing. And so I became inspired to do that for others. You know, there's a saying that when you know better, you do better. And yes. so now that I knew a better way, I had to do that for other people. You know, here I was a grown woman married with kids and needed that kind of, um, you know, building 
in you know in my intellect and the way I viewed myself. So imagine the students I was serving. You know, imagine people, mm-hmm. other people who didn't have it. It was my job to then pay it forward and help liberate others. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And boy, did you ever do that. <laughs> I mean, trying. for the listeners out there who haven't been able to see the videos, um, I mean, we've, we've gotten the sneak peek, just tiny little clips of videos of Yolanda in her classroom when she was a teacher. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, boy, I mean, it, it, it's, it's moving to watch you act out the beautiful qualities that you possess inside of you and when you act them out, they just become, they, they, they land on everybody. All those students, you can see them all lighting up and really um, being able to see their own qualities of greatness because mm-hmm. you were able to see your own. Because I was able to see my own. <laughs> yes. I just got right. goosebumps listening to you repeat that because yeah. that's really the gift that Nurtured Heart has been to me. If I couldn't mm. see that in myself, I wouldn't have been able to do it for my students. And once I saw it, it was just like, you know, I'm real big on mantras and phrases, you know, spread kindness like confetti. I've got to spread this thing like confetti because it changes lives, literally. And that that's what, um, that's what I have to do. <laughs> yes. So I would love to hear a little bit about your transition because you're no longer a school teacher. Um, mm-hmm. If you if you don't mind, I'd love to hear how your trans what how what made you decide to transition into teach from teaching into school counseling and how you're going to bring nurtured heart with you in that new journey. Sure, um, the decision to transition goes again. It all ties back to that day in my classroom. Um, I've always worked at inner city Title One schools and. We all know that teaching at those schools usually come with a little more um, discipline problems and mm-hmm. sometimes a greater need to build that inner wealth. But unfortunately, with all the new state policies on testing and things like that, unfortunately, as teachers, we fall into this um, this rat race to bring up test scores and data, and mm-hmm. that's the focus. <laughs> and I had fallen into that because it was my job, and, I, you know, I need my paycheck. And it came to a point, I can't do this anymore. You know, there are children hurting. There are things so much more important than getting those test scores up. And furthermore, until this child feels good about themselves and know how brilliant they are, their test scores aren't going to come up anyway. They need a lot of heart work and inner work done in order for the academics to to follow. And Mm -hmm. I became so passionate about that, it was heartbreaking to focus solely on the curriculum all day. I just had this urge to teach to the heart and not what was in the textbook. And I, I know that sounds horrible, but, you know, my my lens had changed and what mm-hmm. I was there to do changed and I couldn't ignore it. I mean, for four years, I knew I needed to be a, a counselor so I can do more heart work and teach the mm-hmm. whole child. Because educating the mind without educating the heart is not educating at all. Mm, <laughs> and so well said. what well I plan said. yeah. <laughs> what I plan to do as a counselor is just that. Um, I love the fact that I can have those one on one sessions with the child, with the parents mm-hmm. and just do, do more heart work, if that makes yes. sense. <laughs> it does make sense and um what a blessing to the school that you're gonna work at, um, to be mm-hmm. able to have 
this amazing um, individual who can see her own qualities of greatness, be able to work with them to help teach them and show them and hold that mirror up for them to see that so they can see their own qualities of greatness as well. That's such a blessing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. It's exciting. Um, A new journey. Yes. A beautiful new journey. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, I, I think we have a few more minutes. I'd like to hear a little bit more about, if you don't mind, I'd like to hear more about how NHJ has been a gift um, in your personal life with your children. Mm -hmm. Um, If there's anything you (laughs) want to add to that piece. Sure. (laughs) Uh, My kids, oh my Lord, they are just my world. They are so full of energy. I do have two intense children who are very intense and I have to notch it up every time I'm parenting them, but that's the beauty (laughs) of it. We're, we're all growing together. But um, what I like is that I have three teenagers now. I have a 16 year old, 15, 13 and 10. And so the teenagers are always like, mommy, not that nurture heart approach again. But the funny (laughs) thing about it. They do that, but they really love it. You know, they try to do it on the – yeah, they do. And They have and to pull the I, teenager card and pretend that they don't like it, but they really love it. <laughs> they really do love it. And so that's the beauty of it. I can hijack them and, you know, sneak little things in there and not even be worried because I'm mom and I know they really love it. And, again, when I when I try to play small or shrink because – I feel like my kids are going to feel some kind of way about me. I'm not serving them justice, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm always encouraged to just keep notching it up because I know that the way it impacted me years ago, whether I see the seed, um, you know, sprouting and growing right now or not, I know it's making a difference and my children are going to blossom and they're going to go into the world and serve others in the same way. And so I just, I love using it in my home first. Yes. And that gave me chills again, because I mean, if, if, if nothing else, that in and of itself is a true gift that nurtured heart gives us that we can Mm -hmm. be able to say with confidence that I know I'm planting the seeds right now so that as my children grow, they're going to be able to show this. Um, the, their amazing selves, whatever that mm-hmm. might be, and however that might look, they'll be able right. to share that with the world because you're planting mm-hmm. these seeds right now with the nurtured heart. Such a gift! Oh my goodness, I totally <laughs> yeah. feel the same way with my kids. It's it's be- it's beautiful every day. I I think about mm-hmm. that every day. Oh my gosh, I'm planting seeds right now because I didn't give in to that negativity because I didn't respond to it because I'm giving them so much recognition for the beauty of who they are. All of that stuff is planting these beautiful seeds that is as, as a parent is Mm -hmm. most likely most parents intentions um, Mm -hmm. as a parent is, you know, you want, you want to watch your kids grow up and blossom. And um, I love, uh, yeah, I love, and I love how nurtured heart gives us that gift. Mm Hmm. Yes, it truly is a gift, and I love that. Uh, I just wrote that down while we were talking, what you just said, again, to remember that I'm planting seeds, you know, Mm -hmm. because sometimes you get frustrated. You don't see the results right away, 
but the seeds right. are being planted. And, and my right. desire is that my children will plant the seeds with other children, you know, and then it's right. just growing everywhere. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That No, that was a great metaphor that you're, you're planting the seeds for your children and then hopefully your children will go and plant those same seeds for other children. And you're right. That's how you grow a garden. That's how you grow a beautiful forest. <laughs> of, you know, all these human beings that deeply care for others. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, Yolanda, it is about that time for us to wrap up the conversation, but I want to, I really want to, I really want to thank you. I want to thank you for being trusting um, enough of, of this conversation, of me, of the podcast to give us that self-disclosure about your life and share this with mm-hmm. us because it, it really is a gift. Nurtured heart is a gift and, it um, is. and sharing, being willing and open to share how it's been a gift for you is going mm-hmm. to help other people to be able to discover how nurtured heart might be a gift for them if they haven't yet already. So I yes. really thank yep. you deeply from the bottom of my heart for sharing with us today. Uh, Thank you so much for having me, just to remember the gift that it has been to my life. What a journey Yolanda shared with us. From not searching for or even knowing she needed a perspective change, but then finding it and leading to a new path. The path having a direct impact on herself and her professional life and her life at home with her own children. Sometimes we don't realize we need a change, and other times we do, as in the case with a family in Northern California. Julie Feinberg is a certified Nurtured Heart Approach trainer. She worked for over 20 years as a social worker and is currently a cantor. She was introduced to NHA in 2009 by a therapist working with her daughter. Using NHA changed the emotional dynamic in her family so dramatically that they have committed to using and sharing it everywhere. Julie, I am so glad that you were able to join us today. Welcome. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a joy. Oh, it's our pleasure. So before we start talking about how NHA is a gift to you, I would love to hear how you describe the Nurtured Heart Approach. In 30 seconds or less, how would you explain what the Nurtured Heart Approach is to somebody who's just hearing it for the first time? Oh, that's great. 30 seconds or less. I love that. I have to get off my soapbox. (laughs) To me, um, truly, Nurtured Heart is a unique lens through which to see people in the world. It's It's a way to see inside and see others' greatness, contributions, and potential and to let go of the negativity and the judgment. I think that's what I would call it. Wow. That was beautifully succinct and so powerful. I love, I love how you just dive right into it being a unique lens because it absolutely is such a unique lens, and that's always what I, one of the things that I refer to about Nurtured Heart, and I love that. I love how you grabbed onto that for how you define what nurtured heart approach is. That was that was really beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. So today we are talking about our life journey and how infusing NHA into our lives can really be a true gift to us. And I would love 
Julie, I'd love it if you could tell me a little bit about what was happening in your life before you were introduced to the Nurture Heart Approach. Yes. So we had gone through quite a journey. Uh, we're a family of four. Child, our daughter, um, had uh, had some real mental health challenges from from really from the beginning of life. Um, we we had a lot of uh, support surrounding us uh, through professionals, psychiatrists, therapists. Um, but as she aged um, and she got older, our family um, really was not equipped to help her and to maintain our own stability and our own sanity. Um, and she became quite a destructive force. So much so that um, we had to look outside and have her go to therapeutic schools in order for our family really to even just survive. So, of course, we always stayed very involved and connected with her. But my feeling um, was really that there really was nobody to help. There was nothing that could that could really make a difference. Um, you know, being a social worker, I had a lot at my disposal. And so a lot of the texts, I guess you could call them, that people were introducing us to were things that I was well aware of, had attempted. Um, it really was not helpful. And I felt my relationship with my daughter was um, was just slipping through my fingers. And um, I always loved my daughter, but really, quite frankly, it was hard to like her. It was hard because there was so much destruction and so much um, just very bad, aggressive behavior. And it was tearing all of us apart. So through her journeys, um, she found her way to a school in Northern California, and we were introduced to a therapist, um, Jennifer Lodery, who um, said to us that there was this thing she had learned that, in her experience, always worked if it was done, and I was all ears, and I was like, you know, tell me, show me, I'll stand on my head and spit nickels if you'd like. Whatever you tell me to do, <laughs> I will do it. Um, and lo and behold, it was this very simple, um, most seemingly simple okay. approach. Um, it sounded too good to be t- true. It sounded a little tree-huggy. And, um, but I was good, fine, I'll do it. And, um, what I didn't realize was that while the implementation seemed simple, it really required me to let go of a lot of things that I had been brought up with or a lot of ways of looking at people in the world that right. were just on the natural. And um, really, her introduction and our implementation saved our family's life. And I'm convinced that it saved uh, our daughter's life um, and set her on a path where she um, could do nothing but succeed. Mm, Wow. That's beautiful. My goodness. I mean, what 
what a significant amount of, of change it brought into your lives that year back in 2009. Yes, it truly did. Yeah. I mean, at the beginning, it was, it was slow going. Um, you know, when you're in that kind of frame of mind, you want everything to change yesterday. Um, but we had already seen some growth and some changes. Um, but what was really lacking was that connection one-to-one. And she was, our daughter was um, in her mid-teens. She was 15-ish, 15, going on 16. And, you know, we could see adulthood around the corner. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I always said to my kids that I'm not raising children, I'm raising adults, because the end result is they need to be able to live in the world and feel confident and be adults. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a scary prospect. How would she succeed in that way? She had a lot of doubt about her abilities. She did not think she was very smart. She did not think she was very capable. Um, she thought everybody else had had it together. I always said that our daughter was experienced the world very normally whatever that is, but to the nth degree. So she was a very intense young lady. Right. And, um, you know, starting Nurtured Heart was really at the very basics. It was, for me, it was starting to just see her, just see her. And I think the very first thing I ever said to her was, I see that you are brushing your teeth without being told. And that was sort of a no-brainer because she did that regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of looked at me like I was an idiot. But I remember walking away and going, yes, one. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I, I did it. I saw something. And uh, at that point, it was it was beyond me to see really a lot of overt good. I just was focused on seeing something just seeing. And that was very powerful for, for me um, as learning how to implement this because it made me realize that, that there's no magic here. I just have to see something. I just have to watch. Um, and the beautiful thing about that is that it gave me confidence. And instead of always waiting for the shoe to drop, you know, for the next bad thing to be happening, I started becoming a seeker of what else is she? What else is she doing? What else is she being? How else is she act? Do I see her experiencing in her world? And what are, and then gradually, what are the great things that I see her accomplishing? And that that always sounds, I think, a little intimidating because it doesn't mean she's, you know, becoming a rocket scientist or, you know, building a skyscraper. It it simply means that she was listening to somebody with attention or she did not respond uh, to her brother in a negative way or she expressed what she was feeling without putting a hole in the wall. I mean, it was, it was very basic, 
but stuff that I had let go under the radar and had never verbalized. Mm-hmm. And strangely, I've seen things like that ver- out loud are incredibly powerful. And I could see that she was um, she was very hungry and she just ate it up. Um, one of the side effects that I was not aware really would happen is how it would affect the rest of my family mm-hmm. and how over time we all became practitioners with each other. Um, and let me just say, not in any way perfectly. We are not, you know, the ideal family. <laughs> we are not perfection in a house. We are, you know, we, we have our struggles and our difficulties. Mm-hmm. But there's always this peace to remember and to, to kind of uh, fall back on. And that mm-hmm. it became a way of life um, children developed a relationship together, which I never thought would happen. Oh, um, they they see each other. We we kind of joke that they nurture heart each other. Um, mm. But it's gone outside of our home. It's been a part of my work. It's been a part of um, my relationship with colleagues. It it really ceases to become something you do and become something you are. Um, because it's a, like I said, I really think of it as a lens. And when you're looking through a specific lens, you see the world that way. Um, not to say that the lens doesn't sometimes become clouded, because it right. does. But because we're the human. lens is, re- we're human, yes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, Sometimes it's it's easy not just to slip back, but I think it's it feels good sometimes. Um, and then we find out, no, that didn't really feel good. Right. <laughs> but it's so familiar that you're kind of like, oh, you, you have sort of a, a righteousness in slipping back. Like but, candy. Um, it has no nutritional value, but it's so delicious it, right in the beginning of the moment. What a great way to put it. <laughs> It is. And then Richard like Hart of, has that nutritional value that really truly yes. fulfills. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. but sometimes right. we we decide we're going to we're going to eat the five pound bag of M and M's. Exactly. You know, <laughs> really gorge, and then and then go. Oh, I'm not doing that again. At least not for right. a long time. Not for a while. Yes, that's yeah. a really good way to put it. I'm going to use that one. Um, <laughs> but it, it's it's. It's amazing um, the the power that we have as just as human beings to yeah. affect each other's lives mm-hmm. um, in a way that that makes others feel good, even when you're telling them something that they need to hear um, mm-hmm. that maybe isn't the easiest thing to tell but that they can still feel good about themselves and it doesn't have to be accompanied by shame and, um, mm-hmm. and a feeling of, of failure. So true. So true. I love, I just, I, I love the picture that you painted in my, in my, the image I have in my mind of um, your journey with nurtured heart and how it all began. And this image of your daughter being, really, truly the gift 
that came mm-hmm. to your lives. Um, because without the the experiences that she brought into your guys' family, without that, Nurtured Heart may not have landed in your lives. And without Nurtured Heart having landed in your lives, all these beautiful things that you just described that have happened may not be a part of your lives. So it really is all about how much of a gift she is to you guys, even though it was so difficult in the beginning. Um, But thankfully, Nurtured Heart has given you that scaffolding to, you know, be able to see her and see that gift that she really is to you guys. That's so yes. beautiful. And and I think I think scaffolding is really a good term because mm-hmm. there are many things that build off the scaffolding. Um, yes. Nurtured Heart in no way fixed anything or anybody. Mm-hmm. It just enabled relationships so mm-hmm. that she could utilize the skills she was learning. She could have right. confidence in herself. Um, one of the, my favorite responses from, from her is, you mean you're not mad? <laughs> That's what she would say to me often to this day. You mean you're not disappointed in me? You mean you're not oh. mad at me? Um, because no, I, 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 no, I'm not mad at you and I'm not disappointed in you because here's what else I see in you. Yeah, this is a, this is a bumpy place. This is a dip, but here's how I've seen you handle these things in the past. And here's what I know you're, you're capable of doing to enjoy watching how you proceed. And I'm right here. And I can support you, but I know that you have the ability to make your decisions and, and that I have complete faith that there'll be wise decisions for yourself. Um, and through that kind of, that kind of guidance, she is independent. She's succeeding in university. She's holding down two jobs. She's driving in very busy, chaotic, uh, urban traffic. Um, She has good, solid relationships. And she is perceived by others for as being the um, competent, calm, um, really intuitive young woman that she really is. Mm. Um, and she, she's masterful and she, you're, you're right. She has been a gift and we all in our family agree that we wouldn't go back and do it over. We wouldn't wish it on anybody. Um, but we wouldn't trade any of it. Mm. We wouldn't do it any differently. Um, it's so beautiful. And if I can go back and tell the person that I was 10 years ago that I would say that, I don't think she would believe me because that was a, that was an excruciating time of life. And truly I wouldn't wish it on anybody, mm-hmm. but the, the wonderful fallout, not just for our family or the people that we work with or, or relate to is the people who, who have heard my daughter's story um, who come to me to talk and mm-hmm. are able to see that there's, there's hope that it doesn't, right. the trajectory doesn't have to lead 
to um, to the negative things they're they're anticipating. There was a time that our trajectory for her was, you know, the street, prison, death. Yeah. I don't know. It was nothing good. Mm-hmm. And not to say that there's something um, magical, but um, the thing that Jennifer said to me that was the most important thing, I think, was to be relent- relentless. Mm-hmm. To just Absolutely. be relentless. That, you know, what will be will be in life. But if you are relentless, you're giving your child or this person or yourself an opportunity to shift the trajectory. And even if it shifts it just a little bit, that's mm-hmm. a change. Absolutely. And one change can lead to another change. And, you know, I can't read the future for people, but I'm happy that um, I can show folks that at this moment in our lives, um, things are very different than I thought they would be. Mm -hmm. And that hopefully um, if they are relentless and see the greatness of their children and share that with their child, that there's got to be some positive outcome from that. I just believe with all my heart that there can't, it's impossible to have nothing positive come from that. Right. Absolutely agree. Fullheartedly. Um, Julie, thank you mm-hmm. so very much for sharing your personal story of how Nurtured Heart has been a gift. I love, I just loved listening to your story and I loved picturing how it infused itself into your life from starting in, in one little tiny spot and moving and growing and changing to become this big thing that is just who you are. Um, I can mm-hmm. see how it's been a gift to every aspect of your life. Um, and I just really loved hearing hearing that story. So thank you for sharing that with us. And before we part today, I was um, mm-hmm. would like to give you the opportunity to do another quick little 30 seconds of parting words of wisdom that you might have to share with with any of our listeners who might be just beginning to unwrap the gift that Nurtured Heart is to them? Mm -hmm. I think I would say to anybody who's just heard about this and beginning, don't be afraid. Don't Mm. be afraid of looking silly. Don't be afraid of sounding funny because it is, it feels at the beginning backwards. But if you let the words come out of your mouth, you're going to find that it's completely the right direction and that the way that we have been functioning is really backwards. And, and if you're not afraid of that, if you're not afraid of sharing what you really see in another human being, great things will come and, and people will love hearing that because most of us are used to hearing um, the negative about ourselves or what we've done wrong. And people will really resonate and you'll be surprised. They'll pass it on too. You can be a complete agent of change in your world. 
Wow, Julie shared such potent points about how we can enable relationships to scaffold success for loved ones, which then transforms how we see and interact with each person. What a transformational gift it has been for me to visit with such amazing women and learn about how their lives have been, been transformed by the Nurtured Heart Approach. We leave you today with a challenge during the holidays. Stop and appreciate the people surrounding you. Find the gratitude amidst the meltdowns and see the relational gifts people bring to your life. We invite you to join us for future Nurtured Heart Approach podcasts, either by following us at Blog Talk Radio, subscribing to the Nurtured Heart Approach channel on iTunes, or at childrensuccessfoundation.com forward slash NHA hyphen podcast. All NHA podcasts are recorded and archived for on-demand listening. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by our handle at CSF is Greatness for daily affirmations, weekly celebrations, and weekly notching up posts. Registration for our Tucson Certifi- Certified Training Intensive, or CTI, is in January is open, and our early bird rates have been extended to December 22nd. This is the five-and-a-half-day training with the creator of NHA, Howard Glasser, where you go to become a certified trainer, which allows you to teach and train using NHA, but it also allows you to gain a much deeper understanding of the Nurtured Heart Approach and how, it, how to use it in your own personal life. To register for this training, you can go to childrensuccessfoundation.com under the training tab. If you're new to NHA, register for the Three Stands e-course also found on our website, childrensuccessfoundation.com. This is a free e-course that is delivered directly to your email inbox. The emails are spaced about three days apart to allow for application and reflection before the next one arrives. Lastly, I want to thank our dedicated listeners for listening to our podcast. It is because of you that we have been able to continue making our podcast and have entered into our fifth year. We are grateful to our many listeners, and we hope that you have discovered how the Nurtured Heart Approach can be a gift to you in your own life. We hope that you have a joy-filled holiday season. Any stories shared in this broadcast are amalgams of experiences based on the use of the Nurtured Heart Approach by our hosts and our guests and are not based on any particular person, child, or adult.